Parak Aleph, Mishnah Aleph, first chapter, first Mishnah. Shivas Yomim Kodem Yom HaKippurim, seven days prior to Yom Kippur, the Day of Atonement. Mafrishin Kohen Godol Mebeso, Lelishkas Palhedrin. They would separate the high priest from his household, and in particular from his wife, um, Lelishkas Palhedrin, and they would take him to this chamber called Lishkas Palhedrin. Uh, it's interesting, the commentaries point out that this the word is a very unusual word, um, but it refers to the appointees of the king. And it's referring to the fact that just as the appointees of the king um, are exchanged every 12 months, they don't last very long in their position. Um, unfortunately, in the time of the Second Temple era, in particular post-Shimon HaTzadik, post-Alexander the Great um, era, um, the post of the Kohen Gadol of the high priest was bought. Um, when I say bought, meaning there were people who were not deserving to be the high priest and nevertheless uh, paid certain government officials um, in order to achieve the position. They were Kohanim, but they weren't particularly great. And as a result, um, they often died uh, upon entering the Holy of Holies uh, this, this, the, the spirituality was just too much for them. They weren't uh, the right people for the job, and they ended up um, dead, as we'll see at a later stage. So the, the Kohen Gadol uh, position changed quite often, unfortunately, at those times. So we separated for seven days. Maskinin lo Kohen Acher Tachtov. They would dedicate uh, or set aside another Kohen in his stead. You know, as a backup, a substitute, Shema Yehora Bopsul, in case in that seven day period he should happen to become invalidated, perhaps he would become Tame, ritually impure, etc., etc. Um, and therefore, they needed a Kohen backup to take his place in case um, he somehow became invalid for the service before Yom Kippur. Rabbi Yehuda Omer, Rabbi Yehuda says something fascinating. They would even provide for him or set aside for him a backup wife. Shema Thomas Ishto, in case his wife dies. Shnema, the verse says, that um, on Yom Kippur, the Kohen Gadol would atone both on his own behalf, but also on behalf of his house. And we always learn, Beso Zo Ishto, that whenever it says his household, this is referring to his wife, who is the mainstay of the house. And what we see from this verse is that the Kohen Gadol had to be married um, during the Yom Kippur Avoda. Therefore, says Rabbi Huda, we uh, need to ensure that he's got a backup wife, a substitute wife, in case for some reason um, his wife dies and he needs to get married super quick. Amulo. The rabbis responded to him, responded to Rabbi Huda, Im Kain, if that's the case, there's no end to the matter. In other words, they disagree with Rabbi Huda. They do not need to have a substitute lady-in-waiting, a, a uh, substitute wife ready um, in case. Um, because when what happens if that substitute dies? It could go on, you know, how far do you have to, to go? And what the Chachamim were saying, what the rabbis were saying to Rabbi Huda is, the fact that the Kohen Gadol himself might become invalid, he might become Tame, that's quite a common um, scenario. And therefore we have to um, have a contingency plan for such a scenario by having a backup Kohen Gadol. But for the wife to 
suddenly die at that particular time, um, that's not something we have to worry about. It's not, it's not a contingency plan that is absolutely necessary. It seems a bit far-fetched. Therefore, the rabbi said we don't we don't have to go that far. If you were going to go that far, you'd have to have a substitute for substitute for substitute, etc. Uh, we don't need that. We don't require that.